From the blue-green waters of Claytor Lake to the hiking trails of the NRV, AM HodgePodge is on the air. Here are your hosts, Keith Weldons and Mark Tapp. All right, New River Valley, this is Mark Tapp with Keith Weltons, and you're listening to another episode of AM HodgePodge. Lucky. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be a great show. Yeah, well, I mean, we had the uh, opportunity a couple weeks ago that uh, we had, uh, well, the city of Radford had its uh, annual chamber. The chamber had its annual uh, award banquet. Banquet and gala. Yeah. Gala. And then this week, it was Pulaski County. Yeah. So um, we went to both. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Actually, truly, it was. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, sometimes you kind of, it's kind of like a family reunion. Yeah. You kind of go into it like, oh, I don't know. I don't Our know. shirts are freakishly close. Are they? Yeah. I put mine on first. Yeah, I know. But where <laughs> did you get that one from? That's Joseph A. Bank. Okay. Well, that would make some sense then i'm curious what your tag on the inside looks like i'll look at it but mine is from mine's a uh, belt brothers uh-huh. and they may be made by the same folks i mean that is freakish can you guys see that look at the the patterns on that but for the he's wearing pink yeah which is you're huh you, what is that i'm wearing blue like on blue is blue or something yeah but i'm wearing blue on blue like coral blue strikingly similar yeah yeah like isn't it mm-hmm. it's nuts even down as yours tabbed because you only wear tabs. Yeah. Yeah. Not a big button-down guy. Mm-mm. It looks good. We should switch. I feel like you're kind of giving me the once, once over. What? Yeah, you're kind of looking at me kind of funny. No, no, no. I'm just saying it's like that is freakish. Like, those are the same pretty darn close. There's nine little boxes in each. Wow. No, you actually look. counted all those? I can. That's there's funny. nine on mine. There's 12, 12, 16 on yours. Okay, so it's not the same. All right. Well, I will say, as far as those two banquets, the our annual dinners, or uh, I think Pulaski County calls it their annual uh, meeting, and they do, there is business discussed there, particularly who the new heads will be uh, ongoing, and mm-hmm. there is some overall recognition of of the businesses, but it's more of a business meeting, whereas the Radford one is more, there's, you know, silent auction and games and stuff like that. Montgomery County getting ready to have theirs too. Yeah. Now, now Radford had theirs at the Highlander, mm-hmm. which was the first time that that, that had ha- Correct. happened. N- not because they had chosen other places before, but, but it was open. It was the only time it was open. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a nice venue. Yeah. Everyone enjoyed the, t- the uh, extra time on top. Yeah, and uh, the 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 uh, open air sort of patio out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it very, was actually cool. it was actually very 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 nice. Speaking of nice, there's going to be a football game a little bit later today, and that'll be part of our ball over beer uh-huh. segment. So three thirty today, the Hokies play NC State. I had an opportunity to bet, and I am not a better, but I had an opportunity to bet on that Virginia Tech game last week, mm-hmm. and I was. Like, man, I probably should. I don't want some coin. So 
we had talked about this earlier in the season. Mm. I don't have a I don't have a dog in the fight. Yeah, that I don't bet because I always no, lose. No pun intended. But mm. uh, now you had uh, you had kind of mentioned that there's a possibility for a bowl for this team. Yeah, got to get one or two. Got two games left. Got to get one of them. Yeah, that seems pretty easy. Be nice to get both. Huh? Seems pretty easy. Well, it, in in theory, NC State it, it, are they a favor? A favor uh, in that game? Uh, Virginia Tech, I think, is a three-point three uh, three favorite. Point favorite. Okay. Might be one and a half. It's close. And what's their last game? Or, or uh, UVA. Last season yeah. game? Ooh, yeah, UVA. UVA at UVA, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I am. It's, it's going to be a fun game today. All right. So with that being said, welcome, everybody. You're listening to AM HodgePodge Show for and about New River Valley. That is Mark Tapp. I am Keith Weltons. If you've missed past episodes, don't problem. Just go to amhodgepodge.com go to facebook we do try to post hey are you, have you been posting all the articles and stuff like that no shame on you all I'm right not, you know me and facebook okay we don't get along you're the friend generator yeah it is the friendship electric, generator electric friendship generator yeah so you'll have to get that <laughs> belinda blodgett's in our office in our in our studio now she is a facebook like guru yeah she knows how it works yeah she probably if if I said, could you post this? It would probably be posted before I the uh, the S was pronounced. Yeah, in this that was quick. That's yeah. good. But yeah. but if you say, hey Mark, could you post this? It would probably take four or five hours for me to figure out how to do it. Yeah, it'd involve your glasses first of all. Yeah. Th- so this is our first segment, and our first segment we do talk about beer. So we're going to talk about beer right now, and we've got some. I actually have all for ball over beer. I do have. It's a pretty cool little stat, yeah. And I'm curious how it will change in the upcoming years or seasons, and that's because it's related to sports. But what do you got? I have so much news. Don't, I don't talk even about know, this. Work. I don't even know what to pick from. Well, so okay, yeah, we're we are drinking a beer. We don't do this very often actually mm-hmm. anymore. We we used to drink a beer in every uh, show. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we mostly just talk about beer. Correct. But but we do have one here, and this is one. This is the second of two that you brought back from your last trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had had this before the last show, and I kind of gave it – did I did I give my thoughts on it on the show? I can't did remember. Did you drink it out of a, the can? No, I, I tried to pour all You tried it. to pour it? Okay, so you got the same look uh, as, yeah. as far as the So the this uh, – uh, who's the brewer on that? Uh, Mustang Sally, Murray, okay. and Chantilly. And the beer is called No Falcon Way. Falcon Way. Mm-hmm. F-O-L-K. And it looks like pineapple juice. Yeah. Yeah. In the in the glass. It yep. looks like pineapple juice. Um, or, or like the, you know how you can get pink grapefruit or regular mm-hmm. grapefruit? It looks like regular grapefruit. Yeah. Yeah, it it actually it smells a little like a combination. Of it says here, pale, hazy IPA, dry hopped with mosaic and Waimea tropical and citrus fruit flavored. Yeah, and we talked about sort of my aversion to hazies because they tend to taste like fruit juice. Yeah, well, this 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 would lead me to believe that they're actually pouring fruit juice in, and I would I would say this. This tastes like pineapple. carbonated combination of pineapple juice and regular grapefruit juice. Mm. I like it. 
I'm yeah. not taking. I'm not tasting the grapefruit, but definitely the. That's pineapple. where that bitterness comes from. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm. I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. So if you if you woke up in the morning, this being Saturday morning, and you were like, ah, oh, we've got a little leftover pineapple juice and grapefruit yeah, juice. For a minute. I'll try it together, and then I'll I'll throw it into the soda stream and carbonate it. Yeah. That's what you got. The, the, this particular... But you can't uh, drive after you drink. Yeah, it does say it's got a dry finish, and I would totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. I would, too. Yeah. Now... This wouldn't, wouldn't be bad. So you're, you're kind of on the, this wouldn't be bad with breakfast. Um, I don't know if I'd go that far. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I definitely taste the grapefruit. Do you taste it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a long, long shot of bitters right there at the end. Hmm. Yeah, Rachel Doyle is also in the studio. Yeah, well, she's she's you know, she's going to use her techniques as far as culinary and everything as expert on That's this. Right. Has notes of yeah, it's right, it's right. <laughs> quinoa. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, which I believe you can actually use in your brewery. I process. believe you can. I believe you can. I believe you can. Anyway, I, the reason why it was it was gotten was because of the clever name. Yes. On it. Sometimes it's not about the beer. Yeah. If I went to the brewery and I had this beer, I don't know if I would be disappointed um, because it certainly fits within the style. But I do like mine uh, less fruit juice. Yeah. Maybe no fruit juice. None. Yeah. That would be my preference. I think – I think, a, and this is just personal preference. I know everybody's got their own thing. But I think if you're brewing beer, you should be able to – um, extract the uh, the fruitiness from the hops as a brewer. Yeah. Now, if there are some things you can't do that with, so it's impossible to do that with, for instance, seltzers. Yes. Because by definition, absolutely. seltzer is yeah. just water with sugar. But I'm not drinking seltzer. Right. <laughs> but if you want that to be a flavored, <laughs> you must add you must add flavor. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm with you as far as uh, as far as that. Okay. So, unfortunately, got? I've got – there's just not – I'm not getting a segue chemistry from you right now. So okay. I'm just going to jump right into to, it. To, we can go ball over beer then first, and uh, then you can segue into that? You, you want to do that? Sure. All quick. Right. Quick. Those will be quick. I promise it won't go beyond. You promise? Ball over beer. Okay. So, we talk about drinking at sporting events. Uh-huh. And the – absence of alcohol in certain events has been brought on by political and geopolitical forces most notably talking about world cup well world cup and golf now and there's others and even tennis and those are brought on by ownership ownership stake i'm sorry i didn't know we were assuming golf was a sport yeah it is and (laughs) that's that's due to ownership stake Uh from the Saudi Arabia, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, and they will remove alcohol from their events. So in the United States, there has been, because of the cost to do business as far as the business of sports, there has been an introduction of alcohol into more. So now you're getting this convergence of two worlds. Yeah. Okay. So five years ago, the... Uh, consideration for alcohol being purchased in the facility was very, very, very rare and usually within boxed areas. So it was not general admission 
beer purchases. Okay. Today, that is not the norm. My question to you is this. How many Division One programs at this point in time no, do not offer alcoholic beverages? Wow. That you want a percentage Division or one. a number? Division One. So let's yeah. assume there's 140 <laughs> Division One yeah. programs. It's, uh, you can give me a percent or a number. I'm going to say less than seven. Less than seven? Don't. Don't. Percent or? Uh, well, five percent. Don't. Okay. Yeah, that's a pretty amazing. You're off. It's six, It's a uh, 16. Wow. But to your point, that is number is being driven down quickly. Yeah. 16% or 16? 16 total schools. Oh. And one of those schools is the University of Michigan which is the largest capacity stadium uh, every single week. So once that dam breaks, it breaks. There's a reason why that stadium has not allowed for it and has nothing to do with religious overtones. What is it? It has to do with the backers. So the University of Michigan has one of the wealthiest Yes, as far as their alumni. And their alumni has driven the absence of alcohol from there. But that looks like it's going to be brought back up. Is that a single person or or entity, or is that a group of people that all kind of have the same They just write it up that it has, in fact, been driven by alumni. So what I can't – but but it is the – the alumni that gives. Yeah. So no different than Saudi Arabia could take it away. You could also have it withheld by alumni. But that dam looks like it's going to break. Looks like it's going to break. Really? Is that because the uh, is that because those alum are passing away or is it because they're breaking down? Uh, breaking down. The, the conference is uh, beca- between getting so large at this point in time. They're, uh, they bit, recognize that they need more NIL. Correct. Right? They need more money. Yeah. Yeah, they need more money for, so for that, dominance. So winning is more important than staying sober. Well, it's more po- important than um, the used to. We used to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's but good. it's th- down to 16. And now you think that once uh, I said I'd keep this short. If, if, I'm sorry, this is interesting. If, do you think that if uh, the University of Michigan breaks down, that'll be the end of all the rest of them? Or? Oh yeah, it appears like all, all the other ones are on their way too. So so timing is everything. If if you had asked that question a year from now, maybe I'd have been right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Exactly right. Um, so there's a little bit of segue, maybe. Okay. Uh, do you remember when the, the war started in Ukraine? Yes. Do you remember when everybody was getting out, all the businesses were getting out of Russia? Yes. Boycotting Russia as a yeah, result? Yeah, and Heineken went in strong. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They did. Yeah, they bought factories and dump, and then moved production there and everything. Yeah. Do you, do you know who Carlsberg is? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a big Danish brewer. Right. It's just like... <clears throat> kind of like Heineken. Yeah. Yeah. But twin sister. Yeah. Well, they got out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they got out. And it, and it wasn't that long after they had gone in right. that, that they got out. And so they shut down their brewing operations. Uh, the, the, the brewery that they owned in Russia was named Baltica. Okay. And um, they put the brewery up for sale. Okay. And it was up for sale for some time, probably 18 months. And they couldn't find anybody to buy it. 
they finally did find a buyer. It's and not they, Paps, is it? Uh, no. I don't know who it was. Maybe Heineken. Um, but they finally found a brewer, and they announced that they found a brewer. Brewer or brewer? Or uh, a, per, a, a brewer. Purchaser. Purchaser. But, yeah. And Putin. <laughs> Oh, that guy. Yeah, Putin. You know, <laughs> that guy, he's in the news every day. <laughs> uh, uh, Putin announced that he was taking over the brewery. Okay. So he stole it. Okay. Literally stole it from Carlsberg. And the, and the reason I kind of find that fascinating, so this is a $1.4 billion loss for Carlsberg. Mm-hmm. And um, they will never get that back, No, by the way. There's nothing... There's no world power or NATO force right. or UN. It's just not coming back. And the reason I think it's kind of – I find it interesting. I read a book. Uh, one. Just only one. Mm-hmm. It was the last one. When I read a book one yeah. day, it was this book. <laughs> it was actually the Cliff Notes. Yeah. No, I actually read this book. And uh, it's called Red Notice. And it's a book that is written by Bill um, Browder. Bill Browder is a financier. Mm-hmm. And he was the first, and uh, he, well, he was the first investor with the mutual fund companies to go into Russia and open a Russian-focused mutual fund. Okay, and uh, they no longer have that mutual fund because Russia systematically stole the publicly traded companies one by one. I believe it out of the fund. And and it's uh, just a fascinating read. I, I would recommend anybody read it. Just because you've read that a while ago, though. Uh, yeah, it was a little bit a little yeah. bit ago. You told uh, me about this. Carlsberg yeah. should have read that book. I think. Yeah, it would have <laughs> would have saved him a fortune. Yeah. Um, but but that is sort of how business operates outside of the United States and Correct. Europe. Yep. And so it's a it's a good reminder uh, of the risk that is um, there. Uh, foreign investment yeah well when we we'll go ahead and take a break and when we come back we'll go ahead and talk about some of the businesses here in the new river valley we'll highlight here two that are uh recent award winners in the city of radford and we'll get their backstory and kind of what they're doing to not only succeed in the past year but in the years going forward so everybody stick with us you're listening to am hodgepodge <laughs> 